certainly is and on here you'll find the best bits from our radio show you certainly will it's on every tuesday night it certainly is on with the fm it certainly is 97.2 it's uh, have you given me just the same line all the way through this you know i'm the star of the show you certainly are oh actually that's the first time he's agreed with me so sit back relax and enjoy the next 40 minutes shall we do we certainly will of gorgeousness thank you Something is complicated, but it's straight up something. I don't need no explanation. Something more than what you see. My heart still feels divided. Halfway between wrong and right. I know. I, I don't think she means us now. Why not? We're, we're bad boys. No, we're not. Oh. We're nice little good boys. If I do, what if I do that? 
Oh, you're a bad boy. Rubbing my nipples 12 seconds in. Oh. Marvellous stuff. You all right, love? I'm okay. How are you? Wonderful. It's happy to see you again. Oh. Miss, missed you last week. I missed you too. Oh, but no. you were being Florence Nightingale. I was being Florence you? Nightingale. I was sat there in a matron Murat outfit. Oh. I was. Little matron Murray. So, uh, so I, I just went out and... Um, Got trolleyed, I think, was the, well, no, was I, the answer. I had a couple of drinks for? down in the old village. Oh. And, you know... That one of the gays? The gay village. Yes. And, you know, it was absolutely marvellous. Marvellous. Tuesday night, absolutely dead in town it is. Could get to the bars easily, and do you know what was even better than that? What was that? What, 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 what could possibly be better than that? Not one single hen party. Did they not come out on a Tuesday? Oh, it was. Oh, I loved it. It was marvellous. But no one comes out on a Tuesday. Well, no, apart from us. Well, yes. But, well, and, but we stop in two days ago when it was thing. National Coming Out Day as well. It was indeed. Yes. We're always a day after everyone else, aren't we? Yes. I've always been a day late, me. <laughs> Never mind. So, what, what's this then? What's what? This this small collection of people we call us. Oh, this is Tuesday night out. We're here, we're queer, and we're not going shopping. Not in this weather. It's bloody freezing out there, isn't it? Chapel out pegs instead of nipples, me, oh, today. today. <sighs> terrible, terrible. Ooh, far terrible. too warm. F- cold? Cold. Oof. Far too cold. You're far um, too I'm, warm in this cold weather, aren't you? I am, it's because I'm wearing my new... My new fleecy top I got for my birthday. Oh, was it, was it your birthday? It was my birthday, don't you see? Was it your birthday? Yes, it, it would fit three of me in. <laughs> so it's lovely. No, lovely. I love it, darling. I love it, really. Uh, no, I haven't taken it off since I got it, which is why it smells already, because it was a week ago. Oh, it was your birthday? Yeah, so we are the show for the lesbian, the gay, the bisexual, and the transgender. Community. And in Murray's case, the old. <laughs> Of Withenshaw and <laughs> beyond. Yes. I'm not that old. I'm still not no. as old as those girls thought I was yes. some years ago. Exactly. That's next year. Yeah. Ooh. That's you know, the big one next year. I'm also going to tell you who we share our birthdays with because it's your birthday in a few weeks' time, it isn't is. it? Yes. yes. What's yours? 44th, is it? <laughs> 34th. Thank you very, very much. Well. Heavy paper round. Mm. And so we're going to run through. Quite some interesting people have share our birthday. Oh, do you Some of the best celebrities in the world, oh. I think you'll find. Oh, what, Sue Pollard? No, Cliff Richard. Oh. Cliff that's, Richard that's shares birthday with you, is that? No, no, no. Me and Cliff don't go out on our birthday. We tend to stop in. Oh, right. well, but he has a birthday the same as you? No, not the same. I think it's a day after or day oh. before or something. Oh, so you're not actually doing people who own. Oh, I've got someone who are very, very close. Oh, someone oh, just, is. Just yes. someone, someone like very close. Yes, oh, indeed. Right. I didn't know indeed. what you were talking about. So if you want to get in touch with us oh, for any kind of advice or comments, to. do please do contact mm. us. You can. How can you get hold of us? Uh, you can email us at tuesdaynightout at live.co.uk. Mm. You can text us on 07530-437056. Do you know, it was a good job he said, is the, is the text number this before we went on air? Because I'd forgotten. forgotten it completely. completely forgotten. Yes. yes. Um, and of of course, you can find us on Facebook under Tuesday Night Out, and you can find us on TuesdayNightOut.co.uk. It's Facebook.com forward slash Tuesday Night Out. Okay, yeah. Well, if you just search for it, it'll pick We're everywhere, it. aren't we? Oh, we're we're like, desperate, we're like really. A, we're like a bad rash. Mm. It gets everywhere. I know, I'm forever itching. Well, yes. But actually, yes. fleas, isn't it, Shush. My name's Luke Tittensaw, and I listen to Tuesday Night Out. It's not just for the gays, apparently. It's not. No, it's not. It's no, not. No, no. But we we need to talk about uh, a little bit of sad news that's happened this this whole week, hasn't it? Yeah, it's it's been quite a a tragic old couple of weeks, really. Has it? Well, yeah, there's been tragedy. Really, the house, yeah, actually, that's mm. it's not been 
not be much fun as it because unfortunately at the weekend Stephen Gately passed away I know and it's, the latest report is today uh, that he did die of natural causes um, he died of pulmonary edema mm. which is just fluid on the lungs I've just looked up that on on Wikipedia did you Yes, oh, right. it just uh, shoots down all the people though who were um, unnamed sources who said he'd been out on an eight-hour drinking binge. Yeah, mm. an unnamed true. source. In other words, the papers made it up. Yes, indeedy. So yes, it is. It's um, it's it's fluid on the lungs, which mm. is caused by direct damage to the tissue or as a result of inadequate functioning of the heart or circulatory system, unable to remove the fluid from the lungs. Oh. Indeed. So that's uh, so. It, yeah. So the news says today, uh, the gay star was found dead at a Mallorcan apartment on Saturday, where he was staying with his civil partner. Although pulmonary edema was found to be the cause of death, it is not yet clear why this developed. Mm. A court official confirmed the findings, but would not comment on whether Gately had taken any drugs or alcohol, or whether he had vomited. His body will be released to his family shortly. Mm. Today, the Bulgarian clubber who returned to the Mallorcan apartment where Gately died has spoken of his shock at finding the singer's body. Georgi Dotchev said he, f- he found Gately dead on a sofa in the flat on Saturday and alerted the star's civil partner, Andy Cowles. He said he barely slept since making the discovery. So he had been out clubbing with him and Cowles that evening. But that doesn't mean that he'd taken a lot of drugs or drink like the papers were insinuating. No, not at all. He says the star was found kneeling against the sofa with his head in a pillow. Cowles and Dotchev tried to revive him but were unsuccessful. Mm. And Boyzone did fly out but they've now flown back to the UK. Yeah, well, they said they wanted to just go there to pay the respects and then it would be a bit like they were intruding so we are going to play a couple of our a couple of tracks aren't we for our, one of boys own one and the stephen gately one as well yes we are as our little tribute to stephen yes. gately we'll give a little bit more information on him uh, after this first one seven years of waiting seven years of holding on yes it's been yes it's been always get my faith in
Stephen Gately's track New Beginning there, which is his first solo single, wasn't it? It was, yes. Indeed. So, for those who don't know, he was born in... 17th of March 1976 I was going to say he was born in India or something No, like no, he was born uh, in working class Sheriff Street area of Dublin mm. uh, He was the fourth of five children His father Martin is a decorator And his mother Margaret, born in 1949 mm. A cleaner, get all sorts of information off Wikipedia mm. His siblings are Michelle, Tony, Allen and Mark As a teenager he appeared in various musicals And theatre performances at school Such as Juno and the Paycock I've never heard of that one. Never heard of that one. No. Uh, Gately joined Bo- Boyzone upon their formation in 1993. Mm. And I'm sure everyone's, everyone's seen, seen that seen the the clip from the, the Gay Burns show where it's they're awful, all... It, it's it? cringeable. It is awful. Yes. You know. So here's some unrehearsed people. Go and stand out there and dance, will you? Yeah, we, oh. could, we could have done it and we could have been famous. I know. If only we'd been thin. Uh, <laughs> he shared the majority of lead vocal work with Ronan Keating, mm-hmm. and the group's first success outside Ireland was the song Love Me For A Reason, yeah. which reached number two in the UK charts in 1995. Was it that long ago? Yes. Oh. By the time Boyzone originally rested the band in 2000... Rested. Mm. I'm sure they split up. They'd achieved six number ones in the UK singles chart, and they were considered a major pop band by the 1990s. Mm. Uh, well, a major pop band of the 1990s. Mm. And were much publicised rival, but bigger selling, I believe, than Take That in they the were, 90s. They were, apparently, yes. Yes. So, uh, yes, he, he went solo in uh, the year 2000. Mm. And he had the new beginning as a as a solo single and album of the same name. Mm. Um, that was released on, in 29th of May 2000. Uh, he did a cover of Bright Eyes as well. He did indeed. Yes. You know more than me. I know things. Yes. Uh, he also, <clears> he's <throat> also done some television acting. Mm. He's actually... Mm. And you'll probably moan at this, but mm. I didn't even realise it was him at the time. He's actually been in a, a Doctor Who audio play. Has who? Yes. Oh. I, I I had it in on in my car about six months ago, and at the end it was like such a body played by Stephen Gately, and I was That'll like... That'll be... Um, really? In March 2007? Yes. Yes, to the big Finnish productions Doctor Who audio play, Horror oh, of Glam oh, Rock. Yes. Oh. So he's also been in... Um, in 2002, he was in Bill Kenwright's production of Tim Rice and Lloyd Webber's Joseph and the Amazing Colour Dreamcoat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he did uh, various theatres. He was in, in the uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. He played the child yes. catcher for a while in that. Yes, he was at, Ch- at Churchill Theatre Bromley. He was in, in December. He was in Cinderella. He was Dandini. Oh. Dandini. Oh. Dandini. Yes. Indeedy Dandini. Uh, and he took the role of Scarecrow in The Wizard of Oz. Oh. He's also been interviewed on uh, on here, you know. Yeah. It was played the other day. And he was in the process of writing a book as well. He was, yes. Which he was hoping to have out by Christmas this year. but uh, And a new album for, for Boyzone. Whether it'll be re- released retrospectively and whether Boyzone will do anything together now, we don't know. Don't know. So, of course, he, he came out. When did he come out? I'm it was just... 1999. Was it? Oh, yes. Because yes. he, he wed his uh, partner, Andrew Cowles, in a commitment mm. ceremony in Las Vegas in 2003, mm. and then in a civil partnership in London in 2006. Weren't they introduced by uh, David Elton, Furnish? Elton, and, Elton John and his partner, David Furnish. Elton and Davey. Yes. Oh, And he was also... He, was, he featured in when... Um, Boys then got back together. Mm. Uh, one of their new singles was better, and mm. he featured as a gay couple in the video. Yeah. Just the first gay boy, first video to feature a gay couple mm. kissing. It wasn't actually him, as far as I know. It was just a gay couple that they put in there because they were representing. No, it does say here. Oh, was it him? According to WikiWoo, oh, right. upon Boyzone's reformation, Gately featured as part of the first gay couple in the boy band's music oh, video, right. in what was to be his last music video with the band oh. for the song "Better." All oh, right, okay. 
Yeah. I stand corrected while I'm sitting down. I'm not standing. Yes, indeed. So shall we play the the, the their first track? Yeah, let's have another one. This is uh, Boy's Own and No Matter What.
That's all that matters no, no matter to me. What. No, no matter what. That's all that matters to me. This is Julie Esmond Elsh, aka Haley Poppy from Coronation Street, and you're listening to Tuesday Night Out. It's not just for the gays, you know. It's not indeed. I saw her last night, you know. Did you? I did. Oh, were you rubbing shoulders with the stars? Well, she was down at front at the theatre, I was at back. Oh, right. So, yes, she was at the Larry Project. We'll talk about a bit of that, about oh, that yes, a bit later yes, on. Yes, We've yes. got some Corrie news, though, haven't we? Some, not, carrying on with our depressing element for yes. a little while longer. Who once said, good looks are a curse, Deirdre? You and Kenneth should count yourselves lucky. Um, would that be our favourite, favouritist, favouritist, Corrie character, Blanche? That would indeed be Blanche, Blanche Hunt. Blanche Hunt. Mm. Uh, you may have heard in the news today that she's had some uh, major surgery and mm. has been seriously ill. But the latest on that is that she's improving. Yes, she she has improved. Yeah, she was she was rushed to, uh, reported to be seriously ill after being rushed to hospital yesterday, uh, and it says there's been an improvement this afternoon in Maggie's condition, and she seems to have turned a bit of a corner. Hmm. Oh, onto Rosamond Street. <laughs> uh, it is not currently clear what type of operation Jones underwent, hmm. but she has been written out of any upcoming scenes in the show. A Weatherfield source earlier said she had an operation, and obviously she's in her 70s. Yes. She's 75. Hello. And our thoughts are with her. She's been written out of storylines for the time being. Everyone's wishing her a speedy recovery. Mm. Oh, we do love her. We do. Is it appropriate to do this? Ooh, nasty gash. Of course it is. This is the best thing that, that uh, Blanche has ever said. So we do wish her well and we hope she's going to get very well soon. We do, yes. Come on. We need more Blanche and Corrie. Because she once said, this turkey's so dry, it could choke a camel. Mm. Indeed, so we'll be having a few of those because we did like our, our what, Blanche, what Blanche would say spot. So if you've got any comments to add to uh, Stephen Gately or to Blanche's uh, stories, do give us a call. Yes, treble uh, two. No, don't do that. Text us instead. Oh seven five three oh forty three seventy fifty six. Or indeed, email us. Tuesday night out at live.co.uk. What on earth was that? Uh, do you... I was stuck to my desk. Oh, and, and you, oh dear. I just, I just want to check the gay phone. Oh. As usual, it's nothing. Oh, dear. Put that back well, down. Would, would you like some gay news? I've got some more. I've got another uh, <coughs> curry story if you want. Oh, go on then. Under, under the banner of gay news. Yes. Gay Coronation Street star Anthony Cotton says Danny Minogue was right to make bisexual comments. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, should we try and... Let's try and do the story together. Go oh, on, then. Crumbs. What, a paragraph each? Yeah. This is going to make people <clears throat> turn off. Yeah. Anthony Cotton, the gay actor who plays Sean Tully on Coronation Street, has defended Danny Minogue over her controversial remarks on the On X the X-Factor. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to butt in before no, you... This okay. is like the twins. On Saturday night's programme, Minogue referred to contestant Daniel Johnson's... Bisexuality. Bisexuality. <laughs> when he changed the gender references in the song. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm not that bad as the Irish. Country. No, I know. She said, changing a girl's song into a guy's song, but if we had to believe everything we read in the paper, maybe you didn't need to change the gender reference into it. Just a second, I'll just do the Danny Minogue pout now. I'm going to say, Danny, are you now smoking 40 fags a day, love? She is, yes. I could tell from I that. Know. Yeah. No, and your Botox. Oh, sorry. You've yeah. not had any, sorry, you've not had any, your nose has not been done either. Yes, you can't. Hi, move. I'm Danny Minogue, and I can't move. Or shut my mouth. Yes, I know. Yes. <clears throat> so he supported her. Why has he supported her? 
Well, I don't know. Let's see. Although a number of <laughs> outraged fans, outraged fans, grr, uh, called for her sacking, sack her immediately, uh, Johnson quickly said he was not upset by the comment. Writing on Twitter, Cotton said, Danny Minogue is the least homophobic woman in the story. I shouldn't do that. Is the least, least homophobic, homophobic woman, woman in the world. I know. I know. And personally, I think she made a very pro-gay comment. He continued, just watched again, Cheryl, Cole, began the slot by saying, he's singing It's a Woman's Song, it's ridiculous like pet, how we Gunning down the tune, the neat. Bolanuki Brown. Why I? So the lyrics must have been changed because it must be a problem for a man to sing a song about another man. That's not Daniel's fault, and it certainly isn't Danny's fault for flagging it up. Grrr. Well, he didn't really defend her, had he? Meanwhile, Kylie. I just thought it was a big load of rubbish made out of nothing, really. Oh, I think Simon went. Got his knickers in a twist over, oh, I know. over nothing. But she was just having to have a little joke with him, wasn't oh, she? Oh, I know. Indeed. And to be fair, quite frankly. It doesn't matter what she said, because he was actually a bloody brilliant singer. He was. I've not actually watched any of the X Factor, any of the auditions, anything like oh, that. Really? I just got to the final 12 and I thought I'd watch it. And mm. it, he's just got a stunning voice. It was. It was very, very good. He did it really good. And to do that song as well, because it was like Simon's going, Oh, it's like the will it won't work. Oh, and please. Ooh, no, and come on. Uh, Simon was doing his usual, it'll either make him or break him soundbite things. Yeah, indeed. It's a very brave choice. If it comes off, it'll be great. If it doesn't, he'll just go and live in the gutter for the rest of his life. It's almost as if you actually take on the persona of the people as you do them. Mm. I I can see your hairy chest from here. Thank you. Mm. And my trousers have gone up to just below my nipples. do. Amazing. Back to Danny, then. We need to get your hair off back off your chest. Oh, no, she has. Um, (laughs) Hairy chest. Uh, The pop star, Danny, uh, Kylie supported Danny. Kylie? Really? Strange that, really, isn't it? Mm. Uh, She's... uh, so the pop star used her Twitter page also to claim mm. that the row surrounding Danny's behaviour has been blown out of all proportion. Oh. Show judge Danny sparked anger. Yeah, we know that bit. Let me mm. read. Uh, Kylie said, "Just off the phone with my little sister. Mm. Both she and Daniel are surprised by how much unnecessary attention her innocent comment has garnered." Mm. Didn't know she could spell garnered. Garnered. And then, of course, Danny made a live apology the next day, which I put down actually when I watched it as being. That's someone at ITV telling her to do that. Oh, so absolutely. Co- cover your ass because, quite frankly, ITV can't afford to lose any more revenue. At the no, moment. and it'll all, it'll all be sent to uh, all off. Everyone will be complaining to Ofcom. Oh, well, everyone does, don't they? Anyone says the wrong thing nowadays. Oh, complain to Ofcom. Yes. Sucker. Mm. Shall I give you some nice news? Have we got any more nice news? I've got some nice news. Because I'm going to play some Girls Aloud in a minute. Excellent. Well, there you go. The founder of A Day in Hand, which we've supported, uh, which encourages LGBT people to hold hands in public. There's one coming up. Shall we go? Possibly. Shall we arrange our own? Has been honoured with an award at Downing Street, no less. Mm. Yes, he held he held hands with oh. people. Uh, David Watkins from the social inclu- one sorry the social inclusion award from the Sheila McKechnie Foundation. The charity is dedicated to connecting, informing, and supporting campaigners. He and other award winners met at Ten Downing Street on Wednesday evening to meet Gordon Brown. Oh. Yes. Although he couldn't see go them. On, spin, very, spin your eye around. Although he couldn't see them very well at the time. Oh. No, go on. Clo- close one of them. Close one of them. Is he the one that somebody said he wasn't very interesting? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that was Jeremy um, mm. Clark. Anyway, um, oh, Mr. Watkins received his award Mrs. from Channel 4 News presenter John Snow, who is a patron of the foundation, and Liberty Chief Executive Shami Chakrabarti. He said, 
Envelope being open there. I know, yes, she'll turn up to anything, won't she? Mm. Uh, It's great that an activist who fights for LGBT rights is being recognised by the Prime Minister. Homophobia is a human rights issue and increasing visibility of LGBT couples will help to ultimately challenge discrimination. (laughs) Gaining support from the Sheila McKechnie Foundation, I presume that's how you say it, that's what it looks like, and the (laughs) Prime Minister enables me to more visibly fight for the rights of LGBT people to express their love openly in public without fear of, of abuse. A Day in Hand asks LGBT people to show their affection publicly on the last Saturday of each month. The next one will be held on Saturday, October the 31st, I've just which, been is, looking the last, the last five which is the last Saturday of this month, Ooh, funnily enough. I'm glad you found the that. The campaign has received the backing of a number of celebrities, such as Mayor of London Boris Johnson, Peter Tatchell, as we were saying, opening envelope, and Boy Fridge. George, mm, and is an attempt to allow gay, bisexual and trans people, or LGBT people, uh, to feel more comfortable in public. <laughs> So actually, what they're doing—that's uh, LGBT people. So the next one is what the last Saturday in October. Yes, it's we should. 31st. Oh, you'll be on the radio. Is that a, is that a Saturday? Hmm? Did I just say that? Whatever. That Saturday is the one we're going out for my birthday. Maybe we should all hold hands and take pictures. Indeed, do our day. Yes. Because if you go to uh, adayinhand.com, mm. you can actually see pictures of people that they've sent in mm. holding hands. And what the idea is, you stand somewhere in public. Not so public that you're going to get mugged and murdered. Yes. Uh, so if you don't feel safe doing it, you don't do it there. But you can you could hold hands in Piccadilly Gardens mm. and it'd be fine. Uh, he said, "Don't get mugged." <laughs> and, the, um, and then you hold hands for a minute mm. and you take a picture of yourself doing it, and then you can send it into a day in and they'll put it on their website. And it's about about uh, recognising people of the same sex relationships, uh, holding hands in in uh, city centres and anywhere public, basically, and showing their love. LGBT people. LGBT people. LGBT people. Say so more information on that on the dayinhand.com. Mm. She's wait, do you want a bit of Cheryl Cool now? Pet? Oh, should we have a bit of Cheryl Cool? How are you, pet? Because she's. she's, oh, she's the apples. No, I'm not going to say it. Oh, Biker Grove. Yeah. Biker Grove, pet. With Spuggy and PJ and Duncan. I'll He's blind, man. He's I'll, blind. I'll just... Hi, we're Andy and Andy. Listen to us on Fire Safety Matters on WFM 97.2 from 2 till 3 every Wednesday. We'll be pushing our buttons at 2.30. Chatting about things which affect you and the fire service in your area. And we will, of course, be playing loads of great tunes and having a bit of a giggle. So don't forget to tune in every Wednesday from 2 till 3 on Fire Safety Matters.
Halloween extravaganza by True Talent Entertainment. If you like your dance and R&B and you're under the age of 18, it's your time. Hey, we got Mayhem. Mayhem music, yeah, Auntie M. And we got Burger Boy. Yeah, and Big Boy Silver as well alongside. We got better artists, lined up. So you know what it is. Friday the 30th of October, 6pm till 10pm, people. Tickets are £5. Ticket number is 077-1710-23192319. Or you can get tickets on the ticketline.co.uk. I'll go over to Uruguay, shall I? Oh, okay, Uruguay. Yes. Because Uruguay... I was going to play you a bit of share. Well, tough. Uh, oh. Trans men... Can I play share wi- now? No, trans men and women in Uruguay will soon now? be permitted to legally change their name and gender under a new bill passed by the government. It will come into force once it's signed by President Tabare Vasquez. And oh, he's that, a good old egg. Mm, and means that trans people will be able to change their name and gender on all legal documents, such as passports and birth certificates. Uh, the Roman Catholic Church and opposition conservatives argued that the change in law could allow gay people to marry. Oh. <laughs> However, an amendment was inserted so that documents would be changed and archived rather than the originals destroyed. Only those over the age of 18 can legally change their name and gender, while people must wait five years before being permitted another change. You know, if you go for it and then five years later you don't like it, change it back. Uh, Uruguay has seen a number of LGBT rights victories this year. In September, it came the, became the first Latin American country to allow gay adoption. In May, the country lifted a ban on gays serving in its military, uh, in which the ban was imposed under the 1973-85 to military dictatorship. Under it, people with open sexual deviations, oh, uh, no. which, which included homosexuality, were banned from entering the military academies. And legislation to recognise civil unions was passed in December 2007. So, a quite forward-thinking country. Well done, I say, to Uruguay. Oh, excellent stuff. I've got a story here about uh, a trans woman who is being harassed mm. uh, in this country. Uh, well, I did have until the page just... Mm. Oh, it is, it is swiftly moving on. You can't notice the gap in this show, can no, you? No, 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 uh, no. A trans woman from Staines, that's down south, yeah. who has been harassed for, by youths for two years has complained her housing authority will not let her move away from her persecutors. Mm. Rachel Mayton, 34, of Holbrook Meadow, Pooley Green, moved into her home two years ago. Oh, sorry, the screen just went black. Oh, black. Oh, it dear. We apologise for the break in transmission. <laughs> Normal service will be resumed soon. Well, we can now go back to Tuesday Night Out and join Murray. She told the Staines News that after the first year of abuse... Seamless, that. Seamless. <laughs> Useless, I think, was it? Because <laughs> I read the wrong bit. She moved, she moved into her home two years ago. Since then, she has suffered verbal abuse in the street and has had her home pelted with rocks and eggs. Mm. She told the Staines News that after the first year of abuse, she approached Runnymead Council to get a transfer, yes. which she hoped would be on the south coast or in Wiltshire, areas with which she is familiar with. But after filling in all the forms, she was told she could only transfer to another home in the borough. Martin said, or Mayton said, the council offered me a one-bedroom flat in Chertsey. 
but this is a two-bedroom house with a garden. Mm. It's not a like-for-like, and I don't want to live in Chertsey. It's too close. She has had her home fitted with three CCTV cameras mm. to track the harassment, but claims it has, been, it has continued despite police monitoring, although Surrey police said that the problems had markedly decreased. I know, but if it's happening, it's happening, isn't it? Whether it's all the time or not all the time, it's still happening to her. Hmm. Director of uh, Housing and Community Services, Runnymede Council, Deborah Blowers, said we are aware of the case and have offered some help, but this was not taken up. We will continue to assist as far as we can, but their clients also need to be flexible about where they will move to. Right. Mayton has now been advised by the council that a reciprocal move to another housing authority may be possible. Hmm. Good, that's good, new, good to know. Yes. Right, are we going to have some share up to the news yeah. then? No, oh. Because I believe... Is it that one where she goes, That's the one. Oh, lovely. and you're listening to Tuesday Night Out it's not just for the gays it's for black Jewish singers too she loves drama that Gail never happy unless she's got someone else's hands around her throat (laughs) oh Blanche 
Yes. Skirt no bigger than a belt, too much eyeliner, and roots as dark as a soul. That's on Liz McDonald. Could have been Tracy Barlow. Could have been anyone, man. Could have been, yes. To Shelley Unwin. I knew you were big boned, but I didn't know you were big mouthed as well. One thing we missed last week, because we weren't here last week, if you notice, uh, that uh, Felix Boness died. Aged 87. Mm. Another Heidi High character. Yes. We're a bit too gloom today, aren't we? Uh, I'll have to find something happy in a minute. He died at 87 years old. Yes. Uh, Felix Bonessa, who has died at 87, was often third or fourth down the variety bill, Mm -hmm. and his best-known television role in the BBC sitcom Heidi High was a supporting one. But what made him indispensable within television for decades was his skill in warming up studio audiences. Mm -hmm. Morecambe Wise producer John Ammons describing him as the best in the business. Oh. That's from the uh, the Guardian a few weeks ago. That's that bit posh, posh paper, isn't it? Oh, uh, he yeah. appeared in all fifty eight episodes of Heidi High mm. as Fred Quilly, a suspended jockey working at the fictional Maplin's holiday camp in the show. Quilly looked after the horses and shared a chalet with the cantankerous punch and Judy man, Mister Partridge. Yeah, oh, he was good. Boness described the show as the best thing that's happened to me professionally and was astutely cast not only because of offstage he owned a racehorse called Live Ballad, Mm -hmm. but he also because he had regularly appeared at the Pontins Holiday Camp in the 1960s. He was born in Harwell in Berkshire. Yes. Which is now in Oxfordshire. Just as a complete link to Heidi High as well. Oh, yes. (laughs) Barry Howard, who Mm -hmm. was Mm -hmm. Barry. Barry. Yes. He's going to be in the... uh, the two-part Doctor Who Christmas special this year. <laughs> Is he? Yes. They'll let anybody in that. Have we got a chance of getting in? Yes, I think we have. Oh, Mary Stuart Hargreaves. Oh, it was good. Oh, the old days. Eight, was it 1980 to 88? Yes. Mm. I'm just trying to do some calculations. 47, 57, 67, 87, 97, 07. He'll be 72. Oh, Barry Stuart Hargreaves yes. will be. Oh. I just thought, I thought he looked about 72 when he was in it. He did. He was. He's always been rather old. Oh, I know. In, in more gay news, something more bit, gay news, something a bit nicer. Yes, let's have some nice gay news. Arnie, mm-hmm. him of the Schwarzenegger, I'll be back. Signs a bill to recognise Harvey Milk and out-of-state gay marriages. Mm. Mm. Arnie Schwarzenegger, go. On. I'll be back. The governor of California. California IA mm. has signed bills to introduce Harvey Milk Day in the state and to recognise gay marriages performed in other states. I'll the, be back. The governor had 700 bills to sign or veto by midnight on Sunday. Gay rights activists feared he would veto all in a row over water supplies for the state. Okay. Harvey Milk Day will be a special commemorative day to encourage schools to recognise the activists' work. Nearly 40,000 California residents signed the petition for the commemorative day. It will not be an official holiday, but will encourage schools to remember Milk's actions. And it's on his birthday. Can I talk about a community action thing that's being trialled? Oh, you can. Mm. And I'm going to do some community news after that. A gay pub in Shoreditch, East London. That old, that there, London town. Yeah. Doing the Lambeth Walk. Up up the apples and pears. And round the back. Cool, bleeding, blimey, Charlie, me cockney sparrow. That's the Um, one. Anyway, a gay pub in Shoreditch, East London, uh, has set up reporting boxes where drinkers can anonymously report homophobic attacks. The Joiners Inn is on Hackney Road. Joiners, as in... in Joiners. Not joiners. No. Joiners. 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 Woodworkers Inn. The Joiners Inn is on Hackney Road. Just in case you weren't sure. Where a number of homophobic incidents have been reported in the last few months. 
There have been claims of youths harassing drinkers, while earlier in the summer, the Georgian Dragon Pub, another gay pub on Hackney Road, was reportedly surrounded by around 20 youths who tried to storm the pub and attacked smokers in the street. The idea of reporting boxes was unveiled at a community meeting last Wednesday that was set up to address the problem. Attendees included politicians from all gay parties... I didn't realise there were gay parties. Uh, I've never been invited to a gay party. The police and local gay oh. and lesbian people. According to Hackney Gazette Tower Hamlets councillor Josh Peck, he promised that there would be increased street lighting on Hackney Road along with a stronger police presence. Oh, Little boxes to post your thoughts in. How about this? This is one I saw I a couple people don't get ago. confused, by the way. Confused, you know, they, they leave their uh, comments card from a hotel in there by accident, and they stop at the hotel and leave. Uh, oh, I was verbally assaulted. Sorry. Yeah, the okay. DVLA. That's them that issues them number plates. Like, oh yes, and driving licences, and driving licences, and mm. uh, vehicle registration documentations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they withdrew the other week a an, a couple of number plates which the uh, which people said were anti-gay. Right, right. They were F four G O T. Which can look like faggot. Yes. Okay. And D1KES, mm-hmm. which obviously is dykes. Right. So the driver and vehicle licenses had to withdraw them from an auction after gay rights charity Stonewall said they were offensive. Right. They were among 1,600 number plates which should be auctioned this week, last mm. week. And both plates had a reserve of over £900. Right. Yes. Uh, Stonewall argued that the plates look like the homophobic terms faggot and dyke, and so the DVLA should not be able to profit from them. Mm. But if you bought one, Mm. you wouldn't be buying it as a gift for someone. No. So if you bought one, surely the term wouldn't be offensive to you and it's on your car and it's a bit of a statement, isn't it? Like calling yourself queer or faggot. It's pretty much the old political correctness gone mad. It is. If you want to have that on your own plate, is it going to cause offence to the driver or drivers behind you? Uh, shall I talk football? Indeed, do mm. some football. A French Muslim team who apparently refused to play against a game side have said the row was a misunderstanding. Oh. Paris Foot Gay, PFG, of the Parisian suburb Crete were due to play against the predominantly Muslim side Bebel, but the latter called off the match off the evening before it was scheduled. According to PFG president Pascal Brecht, they were sent an email from Bebel saying the match was against their principles. Breath said the email had it. Sorry, 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 but because of the name of your team and in keeping with the principles of the team, which is a team of practicing Muslims, we cannot play against you. Our convictions are stronger than a game of football. Sorry to have informed you so late. By the way, where is the picture of the fallen Madonna with the big, big boobies? boobies? I don't know where um, this is coming from. PFG were said. You, were you pissing by the door when you heard a nose? Yes. Hmm. Uh, PFG said the communication was homophobic and that they were considering pressing charges. Now, Bebel said they will play against the gay side. In a statement, Bebel director Zahir Belgabi insisted there had been a misunderstanding. A misunderstanding. He said, he, but he also said, listen very carefully, I, I shall say, say this only once. once. And his team were ready to play against PFG. He said, we had rejected playing this match not on the grounds of homophobia, as we have been accused of doing, but simply because the name of the club did not seem to us to reflect our vision of sport. 
We reacted by turning down the invitation from Paris Foot Gay for fear of it leading to an instrumental... Instrumental... I'll start that again. Do that again. Ooh, I do feel queer. For fear of it leading to an instrumentalization on the part of this club that it was highlighting the homosexuality of its players. Ready to I know, I still don't understand that. Local league president Jacques Stuvenel told AFP that both clubs were due to attend a meeting over the incident this week and that Bebe could face disciplinary action or be kicked out of the league for using words like instrumental aces. It's Tuesday night, money's tied. The last time I was late, a fireman had to climb out of my bedroom window and risk his life on a narrow ledge trying to grab hold of my pussy. I'm Toby Sawyer and you're listening to Tuesday Night Out and it's not just for the gays, so stay in and listen. You know that their uh, Halloweens are coming? Halloween! And these kids, they jump on that bandwagon that the Americans have mm. and they do trick-or-treating. Yes. I've got something that's going to keep them away from the door. Jonathan King. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you are awful. <laughs> Ooh, nasty gash. No, a pair of silver Wellingtons. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Uh, the Susan Boyle album cover has been unveiled. <laughs> really? Yes. I think the silver Wellingtons have played just as good a job. Uh, the, yes, the cover art for Susan Boyle's eagerly anticipated debut album has been unveiled. What has Subo done for her cover? Well, it, she's wearing... Oh, she's wearing sequins. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to come around there and have a look. I'll try and describe it. Well, she's... If you imagine... If you sat on the edge of a table and you leaned on both your hands, so that she could cover up four she cover up her jowls and, she <laughs> and that's the touched up version love nice rock on a finger that's not the same woman it isn't is it no. looks like she's, she looks actually oh there's a kids tv kid, was it barnaby the bear no some, somebody had i think it was barnaby the bear actually she does look like actually she does look like barnaby the bear kids tv character from the mm. 70s mm. and so that's coming out alongside covers of hits by madonna mm. oh my lord what's she done by madonna um, oh, she's done uh, You'll See by Madonna. Oh, okay. She's done the Rolling Stones one, which I actually really like, mm. but it's not released yet, so I haven't got it. She's done Daydream Believer as well. That's, and the, yes, she has. Uh, it was she, she will feature Who I Was Born To Be, a new song that's written especially for her. Bless. Oh. Oh, no. A <gasps> bit more. Leona Lewis announced his exclusive London gig. Because mm. no one will turn up. Yes. Leona Lewis has confirmed that she'll perform an exclusive live show in London next month. In her mum's front room. Oh, right. The singer, who is expected to preview new material from her second album, Echo, that's because the stadium's empty, mm. uh, w- will play a limited number of fans around the world at the Hackney Empire on November the 2nd. Hi, I'm Leona Lewis, and here's a turgid ballad. <laughs> and now I'm going to do my next turgid ballad. <laughs> yes. In the UK, I choose is giving away just 200 tickets because they don't think they can get rid of anymore. Mm. Oh, no, it doesn't say that. For the events on its Facebook page, and will make live songs from the night available to coincide with the album's release. Oh. We've got to push this one. Mm. It's coming to Christmas. Yeah. This is what she said. I'm really excited to be playing my first full show in the UK. It's a turgid ballad. <laughs> it's a turgid ballad in front of the people who have helped me to get where I am today. Oh, so mum and dad are going. Ooh. Now, oh yes, dear. Speaking, Ooh, yes. speaking yes. of songs, I don't think I'm going to be buying. Oh yes, not just Leona's new album, but have you heard? Saint Winifred's School Choir yes. are reforming the originals. Oh, please turn it off. Turn it, turn it off. Um, and they're re-releasing. There's no one quite like Grandma for charity. Uh, 
can't. What if I told you? No, thank you. Sorry. Yeah, they are re-releasing. Let me start see if it's on. And yes, I know. But, but if you can't remember it, just get. Grandma, we love you. Grandma, we do. No, I've got Grandmaster Flash. Oh, what a pity! <laughs> it's an irritating. But did you know that um, Sally Lindsay? Yes, I did. From Corrie, she, you know, she was she was in it. And do you know where the school is? It's in Stockport. Isn't in it? Heaton Moor. Yes, in Heaton Moor. Because they also sang the backing vocals on. Match Talk Man and Match Talk Cats and Dog by Brian and Michael as well. They, oh, right, there you go, let's see. I've got that on. Oh, no, hang on. Right, carry on. Yes, um, and yes, so um, so they're reforming and they're releasing that for charity. Have you found it? It's like a Hovis advert. You were great bacon, yeah. our dad. Last one on bread run with old Ma Pegasus. You ready? It painted Salford smoke it up. He did. Some cardboard boxes from the shop. Too right. Parts of Angles where I used to play. Alright, sorted fitment hardies. I'm sure he once walked down our street because he painted kids who are now on the feet. The clothes he wore had all seen better days. This is the remix. Grandma Stuffflash. <laughs> All right, turn it off. Um, Let's just do the white lines bit. Ooh, nasty gash. <laughs> 2009 in the remix with. Blanche, the Blanche Hunt remix. Well, it's starting a minute. Oh, there it is. A handbag. Peace. It will say in a minute. That was all I wanted to say. Oh, good. Really. Okay. So there you go. Right. Uh, after all that silliness, you never heard that remix of. No. There's no one quite like Grand Grandmaster Flash. <laughs> um, Sorry, after, after all the silliness, I think we, we're going to have to go back to serious stuff. I'm afraid again. Oh, okay. Because um, obviously, in the I've got one. in the weeks that we've been off, uh, Kevin McGee, the uh, former civil partner oh. of uh, Matt Lucas, uh, committed suicide. Uh, tragically, uh, he was sorry. It's not the right time to pay Ricky Martin the next. No, it's not. No, mm-hmm. uh, he was found out at his Edinburgh home uh, a week last Monday. Uh, but apparently, mm-hmm. again, uh, very much like the Stephen Gately thing, some friends, friends. have said that uh, he had a severe cocaine addiction, mm-hmm. and he was spending up to one thousand seven hundred fifty pounds a week on cocaine. How much? £1,750 a week. Just tell me that again. £1,750 a week. That's not possible. And apparently he had reportedly twice tried to kill himself. Uh, As it says here, he'd twice tried to kill himself on two separate occasions. So that on... 
Well, he tried to kill himself four times. Well, exactly. Oh yes. no, that's not. We, we are making life. We shouldn't really. I know. It's an but, awful um, thing. They were. Uh, they had the civil partnership in two thousand six, but relationship uh, soured eighteen months later, and uh, they uh, they filed for a dissolution. Uh, but uh, Matt Lucas hasn't uh, left his home apparently since learning the news and has oh, pulled right. out of the production of Prick Up Your Ears. Yeah, they had, they've had to recast that the other day. Yes. Uh, moving on back to my favourite television program, though, X Factor. Cheryl Cole will pre-record a show thingy thingy this weekend, pet. She's going to pre-record her singing. Yes, she's doing her. She's doing her song. Yes, this one. No, helps put the fader up. Yes, white lines. <laughs> There's no one quite. X Factor producers have announced that Cheryl Cole will pre-record her performance on the show this weekend. Mm-hmm. This is all I'm playing of it. Uh, the Girls Aloud style will be seen singing her debut solo single, Fight for This Love, on Sunday's Results episode. I wonder if she'll sing it live. Even though it's pre-recorded, will she sing it live, live. over time? Mm, as live. Mm-hmm. Uh, a show spokesman told the Daily Star mm-hmm. Cheryl will be recording her music performance earlier in the day with a live studio report assure, uh, audience, even, mm-hmm. to ensure she can fully continue with her judging commitments on the X Factor that evening. All she's got to do... She got get up, s- get, sing, a, get a frock on, and then get up, go back sing, and sit back go down. sit back down. Mm-hmm. She did it with she did it with thingies last with time. Girls, mind you, was Girls Allowed one pre-recorded? Because we didn't know. No, no, I thought she got up and did it, didn't she? Oh, yeah, well, mm-hmm. well, you never know. Mm-hmm. Cole sang the promise with her Girls Allowed Bandmates on TV yeah, talent program last year. Yes, uh, they reckon actually she's too nervous to do it on her own. Because they find out she can't sing. <laughs> we got a fight, 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 fight for our love, how we're pet, man. Um, can I play you a tune off here, anyway? Oh, well, yes, it's about time you came up with some yes, features well, for I've, the I've, show. I've just, just, just found a tune, so I'm going to play this instead. There you go. Is it the House of the Poison Mind? The Church of the, the Poison, Poison Mind. The Poison Mind.
Well, now, mm, maybe we should use that music mm. for our weekly Bash the Bishop slot. Is it time for Bash the Bishop? I think it's time for Bash the Bishop. Would that be the Church the of the Poisoned Mind? Yes. Marvellous. Better me singing, Bash the Bishop, Bash the Bishop. Yes. Bash the Bishop. Mm. And now th- this is it. this is actually quite a long bash the bishop tonight. I'm afraid. All right, it's just going to be quite a lot of bashing. <laughs> um, yes, because this is one I'm really, really not happy about at oh, all. Okay. A Vatican official has said that the child sex abuse scandal in the Catholic Church was caused by gay men preying on teenage boys rather than paedophilia. Archbishop Silvano Tomasi, the Vatican's permanent observer to the UN, read out a statement after a meeting of the UN Human Rights Council in Geneva. He said, Of all priests involved in the abuses, 80-90% to of them belong to this sexual orientation minority which is sexually engaged with adolescent boys between the ages of 11 and 17. Tomasi added that it would be more correct to refer to ephebophilia, a homosexual attraction to adolescent males, than paedophilia. The statement also attacked other religions, with Tomasi saying that most US churches embroiled in abuse scandals were Protestant, adding that the problem was also common in Jewish communities. He said, As the Catholic Church has been busy cleaning its own house, it would be good if other institutions and authorities where the major part of abuses are reported could do the same and inform the media about it. He added that available research showed that only 1.5 to 5% of Catholic clergy had been implicated in cases of child sex abuse. The statement was released after the International Humanist and Ethical Union accused the Holy See of covering up child abuse. International Representative Porteous Wood said that many thousands of victims of abuse deserve the international community to hold the Vatican to account, something it has been unwilling to do so far. Both states and children's organisations must unite to pressurise the Vatican to open its files, change its procedures worldwide and report suspected abusers to civil authorities. In May, an aide of the Archbishop of Cardiff claimed that gay men are the main perpetrators of paedophilia in the Catholic Church. Father John Owen, the communications officer for the Archdiocese of Cardiff, told the BBC that most of the offences are being committed by homosexuals. Father Owen, also a chaplain at Cardiff University, said that teenage boys were the group affected by the majority of abuse cases in the United Kingdom, adding, Now what does that tell you? Now that is a fact. His comment came several days after the release of the Ryan Report, which revealed that sexual abuse was widespread in the Irish Catholic industrial schools and orphanages run by the church, having drawn on testimony from former pupils, inmates and officials. So essentially, it's not some quite horrible, disgusting uh, priests that are doing this. No, it's, uh, it's gays, it's Jews, it's anything other than Catholic priests. Because Catholic, yeah, Catholic priests wouldn't do anything wrong at all, no, 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 ever, no, no, no. would they? Never been a Nazi. No. Can you understand now why I think that the Catholic Church is, quite frankly, a big joke? It's a bit of a big joke, isn't it, really? No, it's not a bit of a big joke. It is a big joke. But is it just Catholicism or religion in general? I just... I, th- I think, fortunately, the Catholic Church have so many things that they're just... Mm. It's like, oh, no, this is the way we say it's got to be done. Ha, ha, ha. Yes. Yes, they're they a very strange bunch mm. of people on the whole, mm. uh, in my opinion. So um, we're not very happy with the Catholic Church or with the Vatican 
or with the Nazi. Sorry, Pope. Sorry, yes. Yeah, the one that's coming here next year. Bless. Is he? Yeah, he's coming here next year. It's first Pope visit since 1983. Oh, is he going to Heaton Park again? Possibly. We could start digging Pope traps as well, we speak. Well, it wasn't that. I was just thinking of handing out eggs to people and saying, <laughs> oh, them You're not allowed to actually incite hatred and violence, Anthony. Oh, sorry, OK, then. No, he's citing. OK. Who said... No, I was just going to get people to cook omelettes for him. I don't mind the gays. I just don't want my daughter married to one. Dunno. Blanche. I'm Ken going to the theatre with Ted Page. Mm. Going to the theatre with a homosexual. Mm. He'll be using moisturiser next. Homosexual. Deirdre. Oh. Don't patronise me. I'm not naive. I had Liberace pegged from the off. <laughs> I'm Stuart McConey, Renaissance Media Man, and you're listening to Tuesday Night Out. It's not just for the gays, apparently. I've got something for you. Have you? Indeed, if you fancy a bit of an evening and even a day out, mm. come November, mm. uh, Saturday the 7th of November, Mm. Don't worry, I'm not inviting all to Patrick's wedding because okay. I'll be in Dartmouth. But at the uh, Lesbian and Gay uh, Centre mm. on uh, Sydney Street, you know, in the city centre near the BBC, yes. the Lesbian Community Project are holding a, a celebration of women's creativity. Oh, right. Yeah, from one till five, it's art and photography exhibition, mm. uh, which is free. Right. And then from 7 to 11, there's an evening of entertainment including Bethany Black, mm. Claire Mooney, Outlanders, Miss L and Mindy Melayal. Melayal? Oh, right. So if you want to, you, and they also, if you want to take part in it, uh, and if you want to exhibit at the exhibition, you can get hold of the Lesbian and Gay, uh, sorry, the Lesbian Community Project. Mm. It's at 49 to 51 Sydney Street or on mail at manchesterlcp.org.uk. Oh. If you fancy doing that, that's on the 7th of November. Well, can I go to another country in the world now? I've got some Welsh ones, is it that? No, it's not that, no. Because oh. I did Uruguay before, and they've been quite you're nice, and we liked Uruguay. Yes. So let's go to a country we're not liking at the moment. Oh, where's that? Turkey. Turkey? Turkey? Le Turc. That's the one. And you were doing something like that? Nulpois. Uh-huh. Uh, Turkey has blocked two of its largest LB, L, LGBT websites. Um, LGBT people. Um, users of sites such as hadigairi.com and gaybile.com are finding that instead of regular homepages, they are seeing messages stating that the site has been blocked by the Telecommunications Directorate. Oh. The newly created body is permitted to shut down websites without a court order if it believes they violate the law. The administrators of the two websites say they do not contain any pornographic or criminal content. They had been accused of allowing prostitution. Oh. Uh, Turkey banned YouTube one year ago and even briefly banned the Facebook game Farmville on the grounds that it contained gambling. Oh, dear. Oh dear. Uh, legislation passed in 2007 allows it to block access to pornographic and obscene web content. Can you imagine if they did that over here? No one would bother buying a computer. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so, Hadigairi.com and Gaybile.com were blocked on October the 2nd. It's estimated that they have 225,000 units between them. Uh, Ismail Alakoglu, project coordinator at Chaos GL, an Ankara-based gay group, told The Nation, These sites are mainly used by people to meet each other, and they give news about LGBT issues in Turkey. So if they put news up that they've been taken off, no one could have read it. Uh, we are concerned about them being blocked. It's a kind of violence against freedom of expression. There are very few places in Turkey where gay people can gather and meet each other, and these two websites are amongst them. An official from the Telecommunication Directorate said, 
If the subject that is expressed constitutes a crime, measures taken particularly to protect young people, minors and families against such negative content. The method applied in Turkey is also recommended and shown as an example by the EU to its member states. We can proudly say that we have a pioneering position in this field. The country is currently attempting to become a member of the European Union. Although it's not illegal to be LGBT in Turkey, discrimination practices and persecutions of LGBT people are commonplace. Hate crimes have risen dramatically both in the form of attacks and murder, and campaigners say the police and government have shown little responsive action. Oh. So, go to Uruguay, forget Turkey. Okay, okay. Right, I, I'm moving to Wales now. I've got two oh, Wales I'm, stories. You're going to Welsh Wales? Yeah, Welsh Wales, Liv. Like right, Welsh okay. Wales. Yeah, like yeah. Welsh man who raped trans woman jailed for eight years. Mm-hmm. Good. A Welsh man found guilty of raping a trans woman has been jailed for eight years. Kieran Singh Chand of Lenethley, is it Llanethley? forced his victim to perform oral sex on him and beat her on April 13th in Llanethley town centre. He denied rape but admitted causing actual bodily harm. A jury at Swansea Crown Court found the 20-year-old guilty of rape last month. The prosecution described the complainant as vulnerable, saying she was to undergo a gender reassignment surgery, short, surgery shortly. She has, she has changed her name and is referred to as a woman throughout the trial. Chan told the court she had offered him oral sex and he beat her when he felt tricked into the act. Mm-hmm. However, the jury did not believe his story. Mm-hmm. Good. Yes. Uh, according to South Wales Evening Post... Uh, the judge said, you did that because of that person's transsexuality and you did it to punish and humiliate her mm-hmm. when you realised that she was a trans person. Uh, another story. This is also in Wales, but I can't pronounce the place. Mm. Sorry. Oh, right, OK. A gay man has been jailed for 12 months. I for- would say, let me try and pronounce it, but well, the last time I did that, I ended up with Thampuat Fanmi, and exactly. you know, we know what happened there. Yes, the tent fell down. A gay man <laughs> has been jailed for 12 months for attacking his partner with a meat cleaver. Lee Barnard, 34, of Penrishweba, near Mountain Ash, attacked Mark Bagri, 32, with a knife when they had a row in their kitchen on May the 6th. Bagri told Merthyr Court he could have chopped in half, could have been chopped in half if Barnard had had used more force. The court heard that Barnard had been about to chop chilies when he lashed out with the cleaver during the argument. Mm -hmm. As Bagri played dead by lying on the floor, Barnard called 999 and said, I've hit my boyfriend, I've plonked him on the head. The court heard the pair had a volatile relationship, but Bagri said it was also caring and generous. Barnard also worked in a children's home, was found guilty of unlawful wounding, and the Bagri was treated for a cut on top of his head, which required 13 stitches. All right. Yes. Mm. And the final one. Yes. Of doom and gloom. Okay. It's not Welsh, but it's got a Welsh connection. Oh, has it? Because it happened on uh, someone who lived on Colwyn Road. (laughs) A Northampton man has been jailed (laughs) for four and a half years for attacking and robbing a gay man he met in a bar. Andrew Harris of... Colwyn Road, mm. the Mounts, met his victim in a taxi queue on July the 10th in the town centre. be full address and, yes, you know, <laughs> inside leg well, measurement. He's uh, in prison now, so he won't be there. Oh, right. um, he's inside 32. Uh, he met him in the town centre and agreed to return home with him for more drinking. Northampton Crown Court heard that the pair returned to the victim's home and began flirting with each other. When the victim, who mm. believed Harris was interested in him, got undressed, Harris then began punching him, shouting, I'm not gay. According to the Northampton Chronicle and Echo, mm-hmm. the court heard that he threatened to kill his victim and took jewellery and his bank card, having forced him to reveal his pin. Harris also sexually assaulted... Reveal his what? Pin. All oh, right, thank you. 
Harris also sexually assaulted his victim while humiliating him. He was arrested on his way home. Mm. He admitted sexual assault, actual bodily harm and robbery and has been placed on the sexual offenders register until 2019. Judge Charles Wilde, QC, said two previous convictions for robbery had contributed towards his sentence. Uh, we've been promising for a while to talk about the uh, Pride Games uh, have launched uh, the Community Sports Award mm-hmm. uh, this October, which is now. Yes, the awards established last year by the LGBT Sports Development Company, Pride Sports, celebrate the wealth and talent and commitment in LGBT sports in the region. This year, the awards extend beyond Greater Manchester to cover the whole of the northwest of England. Luengel Lew- Field is hoping for n- nominations from across the region. She said, mm-hmm. Whilst we accept that most of the LGBT sports groups in the northwest are based in Manchester, we don't want to exclude groups and individuals from, say, Liverpool or Lancaster. Mm. Winners of the Community Sports Award are presented with their awards at the Pride Games Dinner on the 18th of February at the Romada Jarvis Piccadilly Hotel in Manchesterford. Mm. Winners are given the opportunity to nominate the LGBT sports group of their choice for a £150 prize. Tickets for the dinner will also be available on the Pride Games website in November. So you can go to pridegames.org mm-hmm. and on there, I am just looking now, oh, are you? You, can, uh, celebrate, you can nominate your favourite group. Yes. View pop up. Oh, there it is. I'm just looking for it. There's a picture of the Pride Games dinner. Mm-hmm. So you can do that on pridegames.org. Excellent. And I'm just going to tell you about sharing birthdays. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Famous birthdays with me. Yes. Vladimir Putin. Wow. Yes, he was 57 last time. Bishop Desmond Tutu. Oh, you've got a Tutu. Yes. You've got a Tutu. Um, uh, Tony Braxton. And break my heart. And mm-hmm. Simon Cowell. Yeah. yeah. Also, but very close by, I think the day after, mm-hmm. Matt Damon. Oh, yes. I'm sure Margaret Thatcher's somewhere on here as well. Oh. Uh, her birthday, is she the sixth? Didn't you mention Zac Efron as Zac well? Efron, yes. I'm just trying to find Margaret Thatcher. She's, I'm sure she's saw. Guy Pearce was on the fifth. Yes. I'm surrounded by Bob Geldof was also on the fifth. We want your money. Yes. Uh, I'm just trying to find. So, Gwen Stefani, she's on the third. Hmm. When's Margaret Thatcher's? I'm sure she's Gore Vidal. Hers is on the third as well. The Corbusier, Brit Eklund on the sixth. Yes, I'm really scraping the bottom of the barrel now. Mm. Chevy Chase is on the eighth. What's the date today? The twelfth. The twelfth. Today's birthdays are Luciano Pavarotti. No, it's not. No, he's not. He's dead. dead. (laughs) Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman, yes. Hugh Jackman. Marie Osmond's tomorrow. Mm hmm. Uh, Paul Simon is also tomorrow. Margaret Thatcher. So I've almost put my hands in the air. She's her birthday tomorrow. I just knew it was around by this time. Right. So have you got anything else to tell? Oh, 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 and to finish off. Yes, yes, yes. 14th yes. of October, Sir Cliff Richard. Congratulations. <laughs> Cliff, who's actually in town on Saturday night. Is he not around yours again, Cliff is he? Cliff and the Shadows are at the old MEN. Did you see that programme that when... No. Did, oh, it was rubbish. No, Andy saw it, though. It was absolutely and, 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 and Andy's actually going off with my mother to go and see Cliff and Shadows this weekend. Brilliant stuff. Well, it's about, that's about all that we can do for this very f- evening. Shall oh, we go? Let's go. Oh, I'm telling you. Mm. Do you know what I'm telling you? What? I'm not going. And you're not changing the gender references either. I'm not changing the gender references either. We'll be back next week, then. I've already, I've already said this. Oh. oh, well, let's just talk all over it. We'll, we? we'll be back next Tuesday night, then. We could wait for the bridge. No. We'll be back next week. Blah, 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 blah. 
It's a very long version. So we'll be back next week here on Tuesday Night Out. And don't forget, you get the podcast at TuesdayNightOut.co.uk. Woot! I'm not living without you. I don't want to be free. I'm staying. Tuesday Night Out podcast. It certainly is. No, I'm sorry. I got that line all the way through it. I'm not doing any more. I'm going. Brilliant. He's gone. Don't forget, you can get the podcast from www.tuesdaynightout.co.uk and you can catch us live every Tuesday, 9 to 11 p.m. on www.wfmradio.org and on 97.2 across South Manchester. That's your lot. Go on, get lost. Love me, love me, love me.